Welcome back for the second episode of Final Draft's Great Conversations. Final Draft broadcasts every week from the studios of 2SER in Sydney, exploring the world of books, writing and literary culture. These are the stories and issues that make our world tick, and Final Draft gets behind the scenes and talks with the creators. My name is Andrew Popel, and in Great Conversations, I bring you more of these discussions to help you discover the best in Australian writing. Today's Great Conversation is with Alexis Wright. Alexis is perhaps the greatest living writer in Australia right now. She has won the Miles Franklin for her 2006 novel Carpenteria, and her latest, Tracker, has taken out the 2018 Stella Prize. Tracker is a collective history of the Aboriginal leader and thinker, Tracker Tilmouth, and the book explores his bold vision for the future. Now, it is almost a part of Australian literary mythology that in 2011, a panel of women publishers, editors and writers banded together to address the obvious sexism and gender bias that existed on prize lists and in media representation of Australian writing. From that meeting emerged the Stella Prize, celebrating the best in Australian women's writing from the previous year. Now, in its sixth year, the Stella Prize is a powerful barometer of Australian writing and an exciting event on our literary calendar. Announced on Thursday, the winner of the 2018 Stella Prize for a collective memoir, Tracker, is Alexis Wright. And I am very fortunate to have Alexis joining me in the studio today. Welcome, Alexis. Welcome to to SER. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you for having me here. It's That's lovely. It's yeah. so exciting to be talking yeah. about this book and, um, mm-hmm. and with your your body of work. This is just uh, such a lovely moment for me. But it's not about me. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, <laughs> it's it's about your book Tracker. Um, yeah. And I thought we could start with with the man himself. Can you tell me a little bit about who Tracker Tilmouth was? Uh, Tracker Tilmouth was an Eastern Islander man from Central Australia. Uh, he was also a member of the Stolen Generation. Uh, he was taken away from Central Australia uh, from his family after his mother uh, passed away. He was taken from his father, uh, uh, Tracker, and his two younger brothers. Uh, Tracker was four at the time, and William was three. And uh, uh, the younger brother who's passed away now, he was only about uh, one. And uh, they were taken uh, a 1,000 kilometres away uh, by authorities um, to separate uh, the children from their families. So the idea was to send children from Central Australia to the top end of um, the Northern Territory and children from the top end of the Northern Territory to Central Australia to really make that huge s- separation by distance from their families so their families wouldn't have any influence over the upbringing of, of, of the children. And, um, and Tracker and his two brothers... Um, they were sent to uh, notoriously bad Rita Dixon home in Darwin first um, for about a year um, and then to Croker Island. And they, they spent all their childhood on Croker Island um, growing up there in a the mission. And uh, so, um, and, and Tracker um, came back to Central Australia and um, found his way back into, you know, um, through the help of a, a, a lot of uh, older people and family and um, um, and people of high culture found his way back into his own own world and his own place in, in central australia he became a very you know became a remarkable man a, a visionary on um, how to uh, develop economic futures for aboriginal people in in uh, uh, in australia particularly in the in the top end in in the Northern Territory. 
on building um, uh, what his mission was to how do you create the enjoyment of land rights. So after um, a lot of the land rights battles that took place in the Northern Territory, some of those land right claims went for you know, over over 20 years of um, constant uh, legal battles you know, through... Um, uh, uh, right up to the to the high court on several occasions sometimes and uh, to uh, get get the land, traditional land back and uh, so well, and most of those claims were successful and uh, and uh, so people got their traditional land back but then what was the question afterwards and that was seemed to be what everyone had forgotten how do you 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 make the enjoyment of land rights and um, and that was what track was on about. Yeah, how do you build an Aboriginal economy so that people could live on their land and uh, um, be able to have a, a future, a future for our children mm. and a future for our culture, which is a really long and important culture. Um, it's the oldest surviving culture in the world. Um, and um, we've been able to um, survive and safeguard that culture, you know, through the millennia and uh, until, you know, what we've been confronted with in recent, uh, in contemporary times. And uh, uh, we need to be able to um, uh, create an, the economies um, uh, and to safeguard our culture in the future. And, and it's our, in, in this track of thought too, it's our right, it's our property right to be able uh, be able to do that. Uh, otherwise, we're always going to be dependent on other people, and always be the you know that bad narrative, you know that uh, controls what people think about Aboriginal people. Um, uh, very negative n- narrative that we see in the country, and part of that is because we ha- we 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 haven't been able to build the economies that we 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 need to survive, and governments are not looking at it at in the way that it should be, and in the way that Tracker was. And you know, visualizing and and uh, um, and and thinking about and and developing on how to build that uh, vision splendid because a lot of people can't think outside the box and particularly um, bureaucrats who are in charge of government pro- um, uh, programs and uh, politicians who you know come in on a short term basis who uh, are not vi- they're not visionaries themselves they don't they don't understand what's really required so it's what they, their requirement is is how they get back into into government in three or four years' time. It's not the the, the planning that's required to be, rebuild um, an Aboriginal a, a, an Aboriginal economy based on you know what we where, where we're at today. Mm-hmm. And uh, but track was also using the principles of uh, uh, you know a traditional culture because yeah, yeah. Uh, the culture had a, it, you, you had an economy. It wasn't just uh, a lot of people think uh, you know, which is uh, um, based on you know, in, in a, you know, people just live without nothing. Mm. You know, it's a, it's a, um, people did have a, you know a, 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 a an economy to to be able to survive. So he was thinking of those sort of principles and uh, and how to develop it into a. Um, in a modern Aboriginal economy that would ensure our survival in, in a place like Australia yeah. today. You've beautifully encompassed a, a vast story, a vast legacy there, mm. and there are so many points that I want to I take up, but I, I wanted to sort of think about the way you've told this story. You, 
Your introduction to Tracker, you begin with a question. Mm. How to tell an impossible story, one almost too big to fit in a mm. book. Mm-hmm. In, your, in, your stellar accept, in your stellar acceptance speech, mm. you acknowledge that any book is nothing less than a mon- monumental achievement. Mm. So the telling of Tracker's story is a collective effort of bringing together voices. Can you tell me about this way of telling a story, of telling a life, and what it brought to your telling of Tracker's life? Yeah. Um, when I finished um, uh, this one book, which was my last novel, um, some years ago, uh, well, uh, then I started on, on, my, my publisher, Ivor Indic, uh, from Giramondo Publishing, he he spoke to me, um, you know, about what I, sh- you know, we were talking about what I'll what I'll be doing next, and um, uh, he said he reminded me that I always wanted to do some writing with Tracker, or Tracker really wanted me to do some writing with him over the years, you know. And usually it was all about um, uh, how to, re- you know, he wanted me to respond for on his behalf or you know under his name, um, write a you know a feature article or something for some journalist. Kind of ghostwriting type. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, <laughs> uh, and and he he'd want it. Instantly and urgently, so you'd have to drop everything, and and lots of times I didn't really know how to how to 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 to, to respond because Tracker wouldn't stay around long enough to, you know, sit with you and say this is what I want to say, you know, you know, uh, in this article. It strikes and, uh, me he had a very unique voice too that you would yes, have to capture. You'd have to capture that, you, yeah, that really unique voice, and uh, um, and and usually it was all about uh, you know some stupid thing, you know, some stupidity of you know the federal government or the Northern Territory government or some silly thing. That someone had said, and you know, publicly, and uh, you know, the newspapers or something. He wanted to respond to some lot of those things, and but Tracker was a person who sat around and did writing, writing himself. He he was the sort of person who walked the talk. He he, he thought a lot, and he 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 went all over the, the country, mm. you know, talking to people. You know, people wanted him to help with all sorts of um, issues that they were involved with, and uh, big issues um, on trying to develop land use agreements and so forth, really complex things, mm. and uh, having trouble because he didn't have, um, you know, you know, um, good negotiators, and uh, Tracker was a good negotiator mm. with, um, you know, um, industry or government or any, he knew how to open doors, and, mm. and um, so... Um, uh, was it, we were talking about what's the question? Uh, the the yeah. way you've told Tracker's yes, the way, story. Way I've told the it. Well, that, that's that, that's that's right. Well, um, uh, when when I sat down to to think about how how to how to write this book, um, and I didn't really know at the start. And I knew it couldn't be a conventional Western style biography. I I, I thought. Um, Nobody would really thank me for it, particularly our own people. They would have said that was probably the wrong thing to do for someone like Tracker. And uh, he was just such a huge figure in, in our world mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and really hard to pin down. And, and a lot of people said, you know, he was too much. He was too far. He was too out there, you know, and uh, he, he he was ex- extraordinary or, you know, he could be, you told, you know, a friend, you know, he could be a chameleon, you know, he could be whatever you wanted him to be and, uh, or he could be a virus, you know, and spread everywhere and you couldn't stop him and uh, um, so I knew I couldn't do, do, do a biography and I couldn't retrace his footsteps all over the country and uh, to, you know, some... You know, to every small community or some little outpost where some 
police policeman or station, you know, tracker would just call in and say, where's your fishing nets? Joe or whatever, I want to use your fishing nets down the river and uh, be- while I'm passing through here. And um, tracker just knew all sorts of people. He, he made himself known. Um, so... I knew I could. I I I I couldn't do that sort of biography, and it and, and it didn't seem right, and uh, for for the, the sort of person he was, and uh, and 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 we lived through very complex times as well, and uh, and it's very hard to to define some of the things that are going on in 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 our world, and and um, so um, I thought about. Uh, and a number of things that come from our world, and and how we, um, you know, in the traditional sense, how we how we uh, keep stories and and um, practice stories, and 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 how we have a responsibility for stories. Where you know, in traditional ways, you know, the you know storyline, a song line would go across country, and there's different people along the way, you know, have, have different parts, you know, different responsibilities mm. and uh, for the story and to safeguard the story and keep the story alive and going. And um, um, so um, it's, you know, it's many voices telling a big story. Mm. And, uh, uh, and, and, uh, and all through my life, um, you know, through family meetings or big community meetings that we have, it's always been, um, you know, telling the story or the the, the correct story um, through, you know, or finding what the, the story should be mm. um, through through consensus, where everybody has you know, everybody has you know a chance to say what they want to you know want to say, you know, whether it's a good story or a bad story, mm. and uh, sometimes we don't really know what the consensus is until you realise that if you know some days later, um, that's the consensus, you know, that's the story, and um, and and I thought. I should try to bring that sort of idea to 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 the book that it should be a a, a book of um, uh, of everybody having a chance to tell this to the, uh, their part in the story and that's what Tracker wanted as as well he um, he um, you know he said to me at the start right I just want to um, bookend this book and let everybody else tell their part in the story let them say whatever that whatever they like and he actually told a lot of people to be honest and tell the truth and <laughs> and uh, and don't hold back and like he'd never hold back so that was the way um i i approached the book and also with tracker he didn't like he wasn't the sort of person to sit sit around gloating about all the things that he ever did in his life, mm. and he did. You know, he achieved a lot of things in his life, but he and um, and a lot of things happened in his life, and um, it, and it was much better to have um, some of the other people tell that, those stories who who you know who could tell those stories about what happened and their part in the story as well, and um, uh, and and the, and and. The good thing about this book is, is is all the contributors, you know, who Tracker, agree, you know, agreed to, who you know, I should speak to. They're all really important people, mm. you know, all really remarkable, fantastic people. And Tracker did uh, um, gather around him a lot of really, you know, really smart mm. uh, people. And uh, because he 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 had jobs for everybody, you know, if he he thought that you could do something. For you know for what he he thought should be done, he'd 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 want you to do it, and he would 
that's what you should do. If you know, I want you to write, raise five million dollars for this, you know, uh, project I want to get off the ground in some community, and uh, um, and he thinks that you could raise raise the five million dollars quite easily. That would be your job, and <laughs> and uh, so he 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 so he was very good at pla- um, planting in you know what I call his archives because he didn't write down a lot of things. Yeah. Um, his archives were in the minds of other people yeah. and uh, and all these very smart people that he gathered around him. So uh, so that was really good, and, and that comes out in the book as well. Is there's all these really remarkable contributors? Yeah, it strikes me as you talk about stories and storytelling. It sounds very dynamic. The verbs you use are very dynamic. It's not a mm. not a it's not a book that you put on a shelf. It's an ongoing mm. process. And I wonder, does a different type of storytelling require a different type of listening? What what should the reader bring to a reading of Tracker? Ah, uh, well, I'm not too sure. <laughs> I, 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 well, um, I, I at the launch in Darwin that we had, we had a big launch in Darwin in um, early March, and. Um, uh, and I, what I thought people should uh, bring to Tracker is a, you know, a yellow marking pen and mark all the important parts in it, and uh, and uh, uh, and take up his stories, take up his ideas, and uh, you know, and 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 make the stories their own, and and build the, the uh, vision splendid. You know, that's what he wanted. Can I do that then? Because yeah, there was there's so much to discuss. I mean, for for people listening who have not seen this book, where. Mm. It's it's enormous. There's 600 odd pages, and so it's hard to pick what just one thing. But the vision splendid intrigued me. Uh, a vision of an Aboriginal economy that would allow economic development aligned with with cultural practices, and this mm. idea that negotiating treaty involves both parties to bring something to the table. That mm. that's what I really got. The track felt like you can't mm. go to the table empty-handed to you negotiate. Mm. So, what is that legacy? How how can that be built on? Well, it's just, uh, it's, it, t- it talks about uh, this quite a bit in the book, uh, about you know, that you can't go to the table empty-handed because uh, you know, people want to negotiate with you and they want to see what you've got, you know, you, you got to put on the table. Mm. And, uh, uh, and at the moment he thought, you know, we've lost the plot, you know, that, that uh, you know, we don't know what, what, what we're doing and we've got nothing to bring to the table. Mm. And uh, so very ca- be very careful about negotiating mm. treaties if uh, you've got nothing to bring to the table. And um, so that's what he, his idea was, you know, that we needed to be building you know, economies that we should be looking at our property rights and that property right argument that has never been taken up in 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 native title, mm. and uh, uh, and he thought it was a very easy thing to accomplish uh, uh, by going back to the high court and uh, getting them to um, reread Marbo and Wick and um, um, and look at the 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 property right uh, issue that was left out because we need to have our property rights. And that's going to involve something else that you discuss about Tracker. The, in his legacy, you discuss his ability to take people outside their comfort zone. Mm. Do you feel that we're at a point in our cultural and political history as a country where people are moving outside their, com- com- outside their comfort zone? Or are people just sort of coasting along? And I'm thinking particularly... Mm. Uh, politicians and the the broader will so a, a huge part of that is the white population when when ideas have changed when radical ideas so truck is talking about mm. uh, a, a segregated economy 
that can allow development. Are we willing to put ourselves outside our comfort zone to consider these and make them happen? Um, not yet, I don't think. Um, but um, uh, perhaps if people do get the marking pen out and start looking and and uh, and, and studying a, a book like this, um, it would help them to sort of take up, you know, what some of the things that he was thinking, mm. and 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 to think bigger and and uh, and and to really focus in, you know, on how to to. Um, to build that uh, you, that vision splendid uh, in in a, in a, in a way that they never even thought possible, yeah. and uh, but it really requires big thinking and people being prepared to think big and not and be taken out of the comfort zone yeah. and uh, and and that idea of the status quo, and um, um, I'm. Not sure how to do that, but uh, I think uh, there's, you know, I, I, you know, I think there's people around in this country, and there and there will be even more in the future, mm. who who uh, are prepared to um, uh, look at, you know, uh, the work of uh, a visionary like Tracker, mm. and uh, to make it big. It I may, think so. It may seem trite to say, but maybe it does begin one conversation at a time, and I mm. mean. It's hard to overstate the importance of Tracker. As I as I read it, I realised we've we've got something that that strikes as a memoir. But then, as I read it, we've got an economic and a philosophical uh, treatise in here. There is so much. That's right. Such an important book. I want to I want to ask you a little bit about winning the Stellar Prize. So you won the Miles Franklin for Carpentaria. I've got Carpentaria sitting next <laughs> to my copy of Tracker. That was in two thousand and seven. Now, in your Stellar acceptance speech for Tracker, you pay tribute to the diversity of the shortlist. Um, your your fellow writers that you were standing with mm. when the prize was announced. What change have you seen in literary prize shortlists, indeed in Australia's literary culture over those years? Oh, well, I have been looking at a lot of shortlists over the years, <laughs> but uh, um, I, I think the the, the the writing has become more diverse, and 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 uh, and I think that's a really good thing. Uh, I think you know I, I've seen some really great writing from from uh, writers from you know different different backgrounds, and I and, and, and I think it's great and really exciting you know for to happen in Australia because it it uh, it makes us feel more mature as a, as a nation that the, that mm. we are um, you know a, a, a nation of many many voices and many styles, many you know, ways of thinking, cultures. And um, um, including our, our own important Aboriginal culture, which mm. you know, is the most important, I think. But uh, <laughs> that is that is hard to argue with. And, and yeah. look, look at the, the shortlist as well as Tracker. We had Claire G. Coleman's Terra Nullius, mm. another fantastic mm-hmm. work. So so diverse, so wonderful. I am speaking with Alexis Wright. She is the 2018 winner of the Stellar Prize for her collective memoir. Tracker, it's uh, the story of Tracker Tilmouth. Alexis, thank you so much for coming in to 2SER and joining me today. Thanks, Andrew. It's a real pre- pleasure talking to you. Thank <sighs> you very much for your time. That's it for this great conversation with Alexis Wright. Alexis is the author of books such as Carpenteria and The Swan Book, and her latest, Tracker, won the 2018 Stellar Prize. It's out now through Giramondo Publishing. Great Conversations is recorded on Gadigal land of the Eora Nation at 2SER's Broadway Studios in Sydney, Australia. The show is produced and presented by Andrew Popel. If you want to hear more Great Conversations from Final Draft, just hit subscribe in iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. This week, we are doing a special treat and we're releasing a stack of extra podcasts. So that's a wealth of fantastic Australian writing to discover delivered straight to your phone every day. 
If you want to keep up with the latest books, writing and literary culture, you can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Just look for at Final Draft 2SER. My name is Andrew Popel, and I will be back with more great conversations from Final Draft next week.